How $5 Coffee Changed the Way America Socializes and Conducts Business. Chapter 1. Imagination, Dreams, and Humble Origins. You may not believe this, but there was a Starbucks before there was a Starbucks. Hi, I'm Language Barrel, and welcome to a book review for a better you. On this channel, I'll be reviewing some of my favorite books. Some may be in business, others may be in self-help, or others just may be general reading or just things that I find interesting. I'll do a chapter-by-chapter -chapter review, and at the end of the book, I'll do a summary on what the book meant to me. Obviously, this is not meant to be a definitive opinion or definitive review of the book. It's just my opinion and my take on what it meant. So if you're ready, come along and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of Book Reviews for a Better You. I'm your host, Language Brown. On this episode, we're going to be reviewing the book, Pour Your Heart Into It, How Starbucks Built a Company, One Cup at a Time by Howard Schultz, published by Hyperin Publishing in New York, copyright 1997, a book review by Language Brown. As typical book reviews for this channel, we begin with introduction, then we follow that with a chapter-by-chapter -chapter review, and we culminate that at the end of the book with a summary or final thoughts on my take uh, of the particular book. So if you're ready, let's get it, get it, and get into it. Up first, an introduction. How $5 Coffee Changed the Way America Socializes and Conducts Business. Chapter 1. Imagination, Dreams, and Humble Origins. You may not believe this, but there was a Starbucks before there was a Starbucks. Humble beginnings are not sufficient enough to stop the pursuit of the American dream. Parents, they sacrifice, they offer support, and provide guidance in words and deeds. You may learn many lessons, both good and bad, from them, but ultimately, it's up to you to chase, catch, and live the American dream. Chapter 2. A Strong Legacy Makes You Sustainable for the Future Alfred Pete of Pete's Coffee was a different kind of coffee maker. He introduced Howard Schultz to a different kind of coffee, namely the Arabic or dark roasted coffee bean. It was roasted longer to release more flavor, which were in stark contrast to the lighter beans that were used in American coffee at that time. In the beginning, Starbucks acquired its roasted coffee beans directly from Pete's Coffee, but in time they began to experiment with a variety of coffee beans and created their own flavors. Chapter 3 To Italians, Espresso is like an Aria Howard flies to Seattle to pursue a position with Starbucks. Initially, he was rejected, but despite this, he continued to pursue his dream of joining Starbucks. He gets the job as a head marketer and sets out to grow the brand. During a trip to Milan, Italy, he experiences Italian coffee culture, and this sets Starbucks on a new and exciting journey. Chapter four, luck is the residue of design. Howard leaves Italy with the goal of bringing Italian style coffee to the US. Starbucks at the time focused exclusively on the retail sale of coffee beans and was not willing to move into the retail coffee service sales 
e.g. coffee cafes or cafes. After much frustration with the Starbucks current ownership, Howard leaves Starbucks and opens a coffee bar selling Italian-style espressos and lattes. Chapter 5. Naysayers never built the great enterprise. Howard, Howard opens Il Giornale Coffee Bar. In search for investors, he encounters many no's. Of the 247 pitches to investors, he received 217 no's. In pursuit of a dream, people will laugh and say you're crazy, and many will waste your time and energy. The takeaway lesson, you've got to believe in what you're doing to survive your darkest hours. Chapter 6. Imprinting the Company's Values Be true to your values at the start. Hire people who believe in your mission and your values and trust them to do their jobs. Il Giornale Coffee Bar was a success. However, when Starbucks began to struggle, Howard attempted to buy it. During his pursuit of investors, one of them attempted actually to purchase Starbucks on the side deal. Howard managed, however, to purchase Starbucks and Il Giornale was folded into Starbucks. Chapter 7 Act your dream with open eyes. Howard takes control of Starbucks and has discovered that the morale was at an all-time low. He met with Starbucks employees to discuss plans for the future and present his values and his mission for the company. The name Il Giornale disappeared and all stores were rebranded as Starbucks. Over time, morale improved and employees voted to decertify the union. Chapter 8 if it captivates your imagination, it will captivate others. Starbucks opens its first U.S. store outside Washington State in downtown Chicago. Chicago's location struggled in the beginning, but as management made changes to local client needs, Starbucks begins to expand. The rapid expansion and success of Starbucks was partly due to its coffee, but also due to the creation of it as a third place. A third place is a place between work and home where customers can interact or not interact, or just hang around with other customers on a social level. Chapter 9. People are not a line item. Starbucks offers health care benefits to all employees, including part-timers. Howard is invited to the White House to meet President Clinton to discuss his employee health plan. Starbucks creates a mission statement in 1990 and is one of the few private companies to offer all employees including part-timers, an employee stock option plan, known as the Bean Stock Plan. Employees are now referred to as partners. Chapter 10. A 100-story building first needs a strong foundation. Before you commit to growth, you must ensure that the company has a proper foundation, e.g. resources, infrastructure, and talent, to meet the growth challenges. Resources. It is very likely that during the growth phase you will not have you will not be profitable, and you may also need to raise some funds. Infrastructure. You may need to acquire or build the proper systems, point of sales, inventory, distribution, etc. Talent. Know what you don't know and hire experienced employees that fit your culture. Whenever possible, seek out mentors who have the knowledge you need. Chapter 11. Don't be threatened by people who are smarter than you. In life and in work, we usually prefer to associate with people who think and act as we do. And in business, this can be a fatal flaw. Especially in a leadership position, 
you need to have trusted people around you who see the world differently and who have the freedom to express those different views and challenge your ideas, plans, and actions, especially when they're not right for the company's well-being. Hire people for value and character. Don't hire for accommodation. Make room for honesty to breathe and thrive. This may result in a change in strategy, direction, or process, which could be very beneficial to the company. Chapter 12. The Value of Dogmatism and Flexibility When you believe, what you believe and why you believe will impact the company. As a business grows or stagnates, you must be willing, able, and flexible enough to evaluate needed changes that help to improve the customer experience without changing the company's values. Chapter 13. Wall Street measures a company's price, but not its value. Starbucks looks for an investment bank to go public in 1992. Investment banks focus solely on the numbers, making it difficult at times to assess the company's value when assessing its value. During the IPO, Starbucks selected an investment bank that examined who they were and what they stood for beyond the numbers. When a company goes public, Wall Street focuses on numbers leading the stock price to fluctuate frequently and rapidly without significant change in the business. Howard learned quickly to manage the business, not the stock price. Chapter 14. As long as you're reinventing, how about reinventing yourself? As Starbucks grew nationally, its leadership, Howard, had to learn to reinvent himself along with Starbucks. Starting as a dreamer, then as an entrepreneur, a professional manager, ending as a corporate leader, Howard had to be open to change. Starbucks grew from a coffee roaster to a retail coffee sales. It created prepared bottle drinks, frappuccino, to be sold in outlets outside of Starbucks retail stores. The tricky bit was doing all this without compromising who they were or the reason for which they were created. Chapter 15. Don't let the entrepreneur get in the way of the enterprising spirit. Be open to new ideals from frontline workers who are close to the customers. The idea for the creation of the Frappuccino drink in Starbucks in-store music CD sales were suggested and created by staff members based on feedback received from store customers. Starbucks created a culture and environment that fosters new ideals and innovation from store partners. Chapter 16. Seek to renew yourself even when you're hitting home runs. As in sports, so as it in business. Even champions cannot rest on past accomplishments. The only constant in life is change, and there is no better time to grow than when you're on top. Starbucks ventures into the ice cream business and also partners with Pepsi to produce a bottled coffee drink that can be sold in retail outlets outside of Starbucks. Chapter 17, Crisis of Price, Crisis of Value. What happens during a crisis? Will the company survive, stay afloat, or thrive? In June 1994, Starbucks faced the coffee sh shortage crisis. The plan was to buy available coffee at a higher price to avoid highly inflated future prices. Unfortunately, this did not help as prices suddenly dropped, leaving Starbucks with an inflated coffee inventory. Instead of raising prices, they decided to recapture these costs through improvements and innovation in the back room. That includes accounting, legal, finance, production, etc. 
which in the long run provided the added benefit of strengthening the company against future crises. Chapter 18. The best way to build a brand is one person at a time. The best way to build a great brand is to begin by building a great company. This begins first with employees, the product, then with the customer. In the early stages, word of mouth by customers was critical. Always being true to your employees, the customers, and being a vital part of the community helps the company to gain trust in the community. As the business grows, you may need to promote your message to larger audiences via a marketing department or agency. At all times, a company should remain authentic to those who they employ and serve. Chapter 19. 20 million new customers are worth taking a risk for. Starbucks partners with United to provide in-flight coffee. Initially, the relationship was rocky, but with time and resources, it worked out well for both parties concerned. Companies with strong brands must do their due diligence with potential partners to ensure that the brand is not damaged due to a partner's business practices or philosophy. Chapter 20. You can grow big and stay small. It is very difficult for large growing companies to remain true to their values. The public has the perception that large companies are impersonal and exist solely to increase market share or to generate profit. Starbucks fights against this perception by hiring partners who share their values and work towards their mission. Starbucks believes that if you invest in your people and strive to make them happy, your employees will strive to make your customers happy, who in turn will make your shareholders happy. Chapter 21. How socially responsible can a company be? Being a socially responsible company means different things to different people. For example, resource support to worthy causes, being environmentally aware, etc. Many companies struggle to find the right fit that is in line with employees, customers, and shareholder values. Starbucks is committed to a philosophy of seeking out ways to be a better community partner and meet its commitment to employees, customers, and shareholders. Chapter 24, How Not to Be a Cutter Chain. How to remain innovative and creative when you are a large company opening multiple stores per year and trying to stay on budget. These were the challenges facing Starbucks in the summer of 1992. Starbucks created an in-house design team to redesign new stores so that the stores gave the impression of being individually designed, but still managed to keep them within budget. This enabled Starbucks to reduce store development time from 24 to 18 weeks, and as a result, reduced the average cost of opening new stores significantly. Chapter 23. When they tell you to focus, don't get myopic. When things are not going as planned, for example, meeting projected profits, internal or external targets, it's easy to lose track of long-term goals and targets. It's normal to look for immediate solutions and fixes. However, the larger the company, the harder it will be to make quick changes or course corrections. Should the leader be transparent about challenges facing the company or keep this information private and focus strictly on inspiring the troops. There are benefits and challenges to both forms of leadership, and it will be up to the leader to decide which is in the best interest of the company. Chapter 24, Lead with Your Heart. 
living and practicing your values, both as a company and as a person, as sometimes can be very difficult. Wrapped in these inherent difficulties and challenges is the place where leaders find the inspiration and rewards needed to move others toward their best. Summary, takeaway, what are my final thoughts on the book? If I'm being totally honest and transparent, I must admit that I am not a particularly huge fan of Starbucks. I have been to Italy and other European countries and experienced coffee culture firsthand, and Starbucks is nothing like that. After reading the book, however, it is very difficult not to be impressed by all the hard work and achievement of Howard Schultz in making Starbucks one of the most widely recognized brands around the world. And remember, when you continue to pour good things into yourself, eventually, with time and patience and perseverance, good things will pour out. Again, I'm Language Barrel. Thanks for stopping by. We'll catch you on the next episode. Ciao for now.